Nope. A deep, water-green glow emanated from the top floor of the long-abandoned high-rise. The people on the street below, scuttling like ants, had learned to ignore the strange light, to instead burrow their hands deeper into their pockets, bow their heads and continue down the street, which housed any number of derelict buildings. It was, they told themselves, nothing to worry about. Those inside knew better. The cyan light emanated from a pulsating, hovering orb. No larger than a human head, it idly floated about the room, like a jellyfish through the deep depths of the sea. The orb's light hollowed out cheekbones, exaggerated the tired lines beneath their eyes, emphasized every shadow on their faces, until each appeared like a gaunt skeleton. A low hum enveloped them as they sat at the ancient conference table in the center of the room. It was littered with penned graffiti and scraps of paper, peppered with meaningless acronyms and hollow hopes of growth. The room, like the city around it and the people within it, was decaying. That was what the orb had shown them. Five men and five women sat sentinel in the old conference room. Their clothing held the only clues as to who they were before. Sharp suits, formerly tailored well around the bodies of the three who worn them, now hung limp and lifeless around emaciated frames. In the furthest corner of the room, a police officer in his once pristine uniform, the once youthful face of a new recruit grown taut and identical to all the rest in its pinched expression and exhausted eyes. The identities of the rest were lost to time, their clothes too bedraggled, too dirt-encrusted to really mean anything to a casual observer. Each of them murmured quietly, their voices joining the low hum of the orb. Their words were unintelligible, their lips barely moving, even as their speech fell on a world that was not listening. The door to the room hung on its hinges. Across the light, fake wooden surface, as a scar of red, fingertips clearly etched out. The hand of the woman, held on her lap, was twisted at a sharp right angle, the bone protruding and a pool of blood surrounding her. Her heartbeat had slowed to nothing, her body essentially dead, but she was not released from her purgatory quite yet. Another, a man in a once sharp suit, had a ring of dark purple bruises around his neck, deeply discolored. His voice although he murmured with the rest, came out as a whisper, barely a decibel leaving his lips. On his knees, his trousers were ripped, and the gaping wound, inflicted by a sharp blade, wept blood. In the doorway, movement. Out of the shadows stepped another man, where the rest sat decaying, 
decomposing in their high-backed chairs. He stood tall, handsome. While the green light of the orb drained all color from his face, his intelligent eyes shone, his full lips twisted upward into a smile. He moved with confidence around the room, each step deliberate, calculated, taking joy in his moment. As he looked around the room, he felt pleased with his little collection. A good reflection, he thought, of the people engulfed in a time cannibalized by its focus on the unimportant. Coming to a stop behind the chair of the woman with the half-gone wrist, he touched the pool of blood on the floor around her, tutting slightly as he did. Abruptly, the murmured whispers of the people halted, as if they sensed his presence. You are very nearly out, sweetheart, he said quietly, his voice piercing the new silence of the room. He loved the sound of his voice. It was clear deep enough to be authoritative, but not so deep that it boomed. It was a voice that excelled in whispered malice. If voices could reflect one's soul, his would be a mirror image. The orb began to move towards the man and the woman, the humming becoming louder. Her voice began to contort. Anguish, fear, he couldn't quite figure it out. Whatever it was, he thought, it made her uglier. The skin around her chin already sagged like melted candle wax. The result of years of overeating, followed by a month or so of eating nothing at all. There, there, darling. I'm sorry I had to get rough with you. He gently stroked her hair. The orb now stationed by his shoulder began throbbing, reverberating in their bones. If the people sat around the table were still able to express anything, it would be a deep sense of discomfort. Their gaunt expressions also began to shift, mirroring the woman's. If you hadn't struggled, you know, you could have been here for so much longer, he said remorse coloring his voice. This tends to work best when done over a long period of time, you know. Sighing, he glanced over at the orb. Its color had began to shift. From a deep blue-green, it moved toward yellow, gradually to orange, and finally settling on red. The walls looked drenched in blood, the pale faces of his victims engulfed in shadow. The woman raised terrified eyes to the orb, its pulsating, throbbing vibrations disorienting everything, a silent scream engulfing her features as its full force came to bear upon her. For a second, the light of the orb engulfed everything in the room, like a sudden flood of crimson blood choking everyone. The man felt a rush of energy crash into his body. And then, as quickly as it happened, the flood receded.
and the orb transitioned back to its green-blue hue. Sat in the chair was a skeleton, its bones picked but not clean, tendrils of flesh hanging loose, the quiet drip of blood from what was left of the skull. Behind what was once the woman stood the man. If possible, he appeared even more vital. Where he had once been tall, he was now towering. Where his eyes had glinted, they now shone, and his smile grew wider. Such a pity, he murmured, patting the skeleton on the shoulder, his voice now cut like a scythe. She rattled in response. I'll see the rest of you later on. Sweet dreams. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Nope Too Creepy podcast. If you want to learn more about the author of this story, just check the show notes and you'll find all the necessary links. If I haven't earned it already, I hope this is the week you choose to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Until next time, everybody, this is Dan David, reminding you all to stay safe out there. I'll be seeing you in the next episode. Nope.